Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Paul and I felt we'd be remiss. We got off the podcast and started talking about other uh, other issues outside of sports. We briefly touched on the national championship and all the commotion and criticism going on between uh, uh, Caitlin Clark and the, the player from LSU and uh, the hypocrisy that's that's happening there. And then we found it particularly important the, to touch on the Anthony Rendon situation. And, and Paul brought this up and it's something that I've been wanting to touch on and I don't want to go down the, the rabbit hole again of, you know, the, the social media comments, but, you know, just from a, from a player perspective, I have my thoughts and I, I'm, I'm really interested to hear yeah. your thoughts on it, Paul. And for, for everybody, for everybody out there, a quick background. If you, if you've ever been to Oakland there, it's a, it's a bizarre stadium. I hope they blow it up one day, but in order to get <laughs> from the visiting dugout, you have to basically go through a tunnel. It's, it's unlike, it's unlike anything in, in professional sports outside the NBA where guys have to go, let go through like a small walkway to get to the locker room. And right. when you walk through behind home plate under a covered awning and then proceed to go up two flights of stairs to get back to the locker room, it's the only place like this in baseball. The issue with it is that with the particular seats, you're very close to the action. You're basically within reaching distance to, to reach out and, and, and potentially grab somebody or, or throw something while you're, with the the safety nets and being in a dugout, that's it, your players are not exposed as they are in Oakland. And so this particular fan came down and shouted something as the players are going back to the locker room, which is it's part of the game. I understand, but Anthony Rendon called him out and then uh, and then grabbed the grabbed this fan uh, by the shirt, and he's coming under under a lot of heat for for acting out. Um, for who's in the wrong, and it's a very unique situation given the landscape of of, of how fans can interact at uh, the Coliseum. But I, I want I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on this, Paul. So for me, first of all, Anthony Rendon, former Rice Owl, no big deal. But um, I, I'm going to have to assume you're talking about two teams that are in the same division mm-hmm. that play each other a lot. There's a lot of potential variables here. Like maybe this guy has been around before. Maybe he's popped off and you know been had some derogatory comments in the past that, that, you know, obviously none of us would know about. Um, And I think it's kind of a classic situation where, look, we, you know, we as fans, so to speak, you assume that, you know, these, these players that you see on the field and on TV are just robots or like, they're not even real kind of, so to speak, and they don't have real emotions. And you can say these kinds of things like barking through the fence, so to speak. And, and they're not going to do anything or say anything. Well, and you and I both know, like, if you get on top of some of these kind of players, like there is real emotion involved and they're big physical guys that, you know, that that's why they're good at what they do in, in a lot of ways. And so like, I don't know all the variables. I don't know the background. I don't know what kind of day Anthony Rendon was having all of that stuff. That being said, like, I, I do think it's one of those situations where, the fan probably was saying some outrageous, some egregious things, I would assume, because no one, no one Rendon the way and his demeanor and the way that he goes about his business. It's hard for me to believe that he's getting fired up in, in that manner about something that's probably not that big of a deal. Um, that being said, I, I don't know the entire situation. I just think that it's I think there should be a little bit more um, 
you know, I don't know if policing is the right way to say it. I, I think there should be a little bit better job of, of making sure that the fans kind of stay in their lane. And in particular, in that case, like you said, you highlighted how unique it is, how the proximity to the fans in terms of walking through them essentially to get out of the, out of the dugout. It's, it's just a very difficult thing. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the fan was probably crossing the line is, is probably the, the best way to say it, but th- that's where I'm at. And, and granted you and I are in some ways probably going to, you know, lean and, and give a little grace to the players because we probably have an idea of at times what they're subject to and, and things that get said, whether that's fair or not fair and, and that kind of stuff. So that, that's kind of where I'm at on it. And I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be more that comes out about it. Rendon, obviously, they, they came out this morning and he suspended five games from the league. and Five games? For, yeah, five games for, for whatever happened. And so I don't know. It's it, We'll see. But what's your feedback? Tell me your feedback. My feedback is this. We've seen this happen over the last couple years. Ever since COVID, it's been this weird, this weird, like, social dynamic where we see these these fans feel like they're entitled to say whatever they want from a distance, whether it be throwing popcorn, throwing soda, saying outrageous stuff to parents or whatever. Um, and it's it's bizarre, and I think it's this weird, this weird again, this weird social dynamic where we have this, this disconnect between being remote from somebody, knowing that you, you can hide and not have any type of repercussion to say whatever you want, whether it be social media or in person. And I can hundred percent guarantee you if the same situation was played out in public, if that guy saw Rendon at a restaurant, he is not saying whatever he said to Rendon hundred (laughs) percent, but it's this weird entitlement that fans feel because they're behind, because they're behind a barrier that they're, that it's it's simply they're just you know giving them a hard time or whatever. But when you say it deliberate within proximity, you're gonna be you're gonna be asking for something because there's no, you know, Jay and I have heard some wild shit coming from the outfield in Philly and Chicago. Most of us we've sure. laughed at, but a lot of it is just like, dude, you know, relax a little bit. But that's with you know 50 yards between me, you know, between us and and the outfield. Sure. But that particular instance, I mean, he's right up on the rail and you have to know he can, he can reach up and snatch you. It's like going to a zoo. Like, you know, right, right. that, that, that tiger is a tiger. Yeah. You can't get mad uh, at the tiger for tiger. He, he didn't, he just went tiger. Yeah. He just went tiger. Can't be mad at the tiger for going tiger. And he threw that little left-handed claw. Um, but it's, it's this weird thing where. Again, there is no repercussion because you automatically assume that they're not going to do it, but you know, you could get away with saying anything. And I trust you that you know him a lot better than I do. I'm sure he's come back to school and worked out. So you understand his demeanor, but I also understand like, you know, what he said, he had, he had, he had said, he had briefly gotten into what this fan had said to him, which was over the line, especially within proximity. Like it's del- that is deliberate, like to your face. Sure. It's not like a, you know, like a raise your hand, like my mom used to say with like racism back in the day, like you throw a rock, leave your hand up, be like, yeah, that's right. I said it. Or you, you know, throw a rock and put your hand down and just be like, oh, who, who is that? So, yeah. you know, with that, it's like, okay, if you want to, if you want to be like that, you know, we're, go ahead. If you have anything else to say, say it to my face. But again, you know, it's going to go bad. It's going to go back and forth. And I don't necessarily say that the physical alteration, but confronting him is one thing. Uh, is one thing I, I, I hope that the, that the A's uh, do look into it. 
uh, as well. Sure. I think that that needs to be that needs to be a discussion among the Oakland A's and uh, in uh, the observance of how their fans are are interacting or behaving at the game, especially when they're that close. They're, you're because you pay for those seats. I mean, it is Oakland; nobody's there, so justifying that money to say whatever you want is it's it's inappropriate. And like, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but I do know that you know these fans that are courtside, they feel like they're entitled that they can just say whatever they want. And there have been multiple instances in the NBA over the last couple of years where fans are just are popping off, saying real incredibly inappropriate stuff that that has no place in sports. Like you come in there and enjoy the game, not to just berate players. And I understand fans' disappointment, but it was again, it was an it was a opposing fan. It wouldn't have happened if maybe in Oakland. You know, I get it. You want your team to succeed. You have some disappointment. You like to display it, make your voice heard, whatever. But the opposing fan, like, don't don't come near me with that sometimes. No. I'm not necessarily jumping, no. going full, uh, Ron Artest at the mouse at the palace. <laughs> I think that's an interesting thing. If, you've, if you guys have ever seen the mouse at the palace, ESPN 30 for 30, uh, incredibly interesting. But again, like that's a dynamic. You can't just be up there just doing whatever you want and not accept that there's going to be repercussions, yeah. throwing popcorn, soda, you know, at a player. Like that's it's not your place and it's just not what that's not what sports are about. Five game suspension is real, man. That's a big deal. It's um, steep. Yeah, man. Especially, yeah, I don't know. And using the Ron Artest as the example, I don't, I don't know Ron or anything like that, but I think we can agree that he had a little bit higher level of emotion that he operated with. And I think, I think in this, in this circumstance, I, I don't think Rendon quite ha- has that type of a reputation or background. So that's what leads me to believe again, that this fan was probably out of line, uh, you know, crossing the line, so to speak. I, I don't know, maybe we'll get some more um, dialogue on the backside of this to see exactly what was said or if there was a background and, and all of those things, but Either way, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, part of part of the game to a certain extent, to a certain extent. But it's all it's also tr- becoming troubling, um, more familiar, and I think that's I think that's a, that's an issue. It's not necessarily where you know there's these upfront co- you know confrontations because again, Oakland Coliseum is a unique place in which the dynamics of the ballpark and how it's set up with players going back potentially puts you in these awkward situations. And then we saw that that happen, but I've personally been on the field uh, for the Adam Jones, the banana incident in San Francisco. I was there for the bottle that came out of uh, that, that came out of uh, the second deck in Toronto. Um, it's like, there's no, there's no place for that. And, uh, and fans have sure. to understand that that that's not, that's not acceptable behavior and that you're, you know, from a, uh, franchise standpoint there are going to be re- repercussions but within that's prox- proximity and you're being demeaning uh in that manner there should be uh there should be repercussions too and you know we can sit here and make the argument okay was grabbing them making physical contact too far what was said what would justify any type of that is it something that as professional athletes like you said is rendon super low key could he have just brush it off i think that's that's the biggest question is like hey you know, is it something that he could have just verbally said, hey, that's not appropriate, blah, 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 you know, few other choice words, or right. did it really have to go that far to give the guy, you know, that, you know, get that handful of handful of shirt? Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see it's um, what, what exactly comes of it. Like I said, I'm, I'm curious, I haven't done much research on the backside, but we'll see. And then uh, I'm sure it's not the last instance we have of a fan player interaction. No, it's absolutely not. It's not going to be the, it's not the first, it's certainly not going to be the last, but um, you know, I'm, 
you know, you've heard our take. So I would, I would love to open that up in the comments as well. It's just, you know, if you guys have go watch the replay, you know, give us a little feedback, uh, love to hear your thoughts, both as a fan, but also, you know, trying to relatively as, as, as you could possibly do uh, the perspective from a professional athlete in that particular situation where, you know, they're up close and personal and how that, you know, how that dynamic should have played out. Um, interested to hear your thoughts, drop us, drop us a comment uh, on our, on the YouTube believe channel. And uh, we're looking forward to, to getting back and discussing some of the concerns that may come up on our next show on Tuesday. But Paul, thanks for part for part two and bring this back up. And again, we're signing off again. Uh, we hope you listen to this part. Cause this is, a, I mean, for me, this is particularly important, uh, you know, as two former players. So. Yeah. All right, Dickie, be good, man. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.